up, guy? What is up, guy? Welcome back to season two of what Josue has to say. This is my first episode nice. of season nice. two. I didn't get canceled the first season, but I think this I'm off to a good start on getting canceled. Don't <laughs> call her to come back. <laughs> so the first episode, I decided to drop a big one, a bombshell episode, in my opinion. Um, it's something that I feel it's a particularly um, important for every Miamian not just parents to be involved with because this will affect us in the long run, in the short run, and it's our tax dollars at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So the topic at hand is, long story short, Miami-Dade public school system has paid millions of dollars in hush money towards teachers who have sexually assaulted and engaged in sexual behaviors with students. And as a byproduct, the school system has been protecting these teachers. There's also an alleged, uh, alleged sex scandal with the superintendent plays a part into all of this involving the Mammy Herald, so this shit is about to get spicy. You know. To help me out with this matter, I got two lovely ladies here joining me, one that which is a returning guest and one a brand new guest. We got Miss Linda Catalina. What's up? And Back again. Yeah. Second time. We <laughs> made it again. We made it, baby. And we got Red Pill Bay Bella. And I got in. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining. Okay, so Linda, go ahead and give the viewers, uh, listeners and viewers, a listeners. Background. Okay, so I'm back. Um, my name is Linda Catalina. I'm a local uh, activist. I think I became more of an activist. Uh, most of us did after COVID. I was more of a social media, I guess you'd say, personality or influencer, uh, mostly posting memes, videos, whatnot. Um, I've really slowed down on the content the last year and just kind of focused more on. Uh, issues here at the local level that, you know, we can utilize our relationships, our connections, and obviously our platform to uh, inform the locals and the public about things like this, like scandals at the at the school level, any protests, whatnot, that's yeah. going on. Yeah, issues that we should all be informed on, aware yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Bella? I'm Bella. Everybody knows me as Red Pill Babe on the internet, where I exist. You sound like one of these, like, sex hotlines. Seriously, hotline. stop. <laughs> oh, this is Red Pill Babe hotline. <laughs> We're already off to a great start. Yeah, so um, I'm a conservative content creator on the internet and a digital thought provoker. And then I do a lot of activism and scare commies in real life. When I'm not <laughs> on the digital battlefield. Um, I met Linda online on the internet we both had yep. pages that were posting similar content and then we met in real life and like instantly we're like all right this is destined meant to be yeah um and since we've come together yeah we've kind of realized that there's a lot of things going on in miami-dade county that are real shady that mainstream media doesn't cover the same way that it doesn't normally cover you know conservative issues on uh national platform it they don't do it at a local level yeah. either and that's why we're here wild because we became the medium. Yeah. yeah. So I first learned about this via Linda's, Linda and Red Pill Babe's um, Instagram accounts. Because like you said, the media doesn't cover this. And mm -hmm. how is it that something so big, you know, the regular Miami and doesn't, doesn't find out about us and doesn't hear yeah. about. Um, yeah. How is this not news? How is this not things that, you know. I mean, do you want to go first? I mean, there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, there, the articles that we did post, it's more like local news. Like we've seen it on Channel 10 and stuff like that. I think that, and the Miami Herald did post some of it. Um, I think that maybe it's not, you know. That it doesn't get posted. 
is that it doesn't get amplified. Yeah. So there's no outrage about it. Right. right so they'll right. sneak it into, you know, page five of the Herald on a Tuesday and you won't even notice that this is news because, you know, you're caught up on going to work and raising your families and getting home and doing your laundry and existing. Yeah. And um, the media takes advantage of that. And I mean, they can't not post about it. So they will. But then the next day will come and you'll never hear about it again. And then they amplify the stories that they want to amplify and hide the stories that they don't want people talking about. Yeah, well, it's sensationalism. The media wants to focus on, you know, what's what's driving the most division in this country, what's going to get people angry, what's going to sensationalism. That's really what they focus on. So to them, this is like, okay, we'll cover it because... You know, maybe enough people heard about it or we can't. But then there's the incident, like I'm sure one of the first ones you're going to bring up where they the settlement literally tells the defendants that they can't talk about the case because they don't want to ruin about the school. Board. You know, like like basically like hush hush money specifically about the school board, specifically about the county district because they don't want to ruin their reputation. And I think those are the things that we can focus on and, and, and really try to get the message out to the public. That's like, why are they trying to? you know, silence uh, children, you know, teens that were sexually assaulted uh, by these teachers who are supposed to be protecting them. And then how is it that the district is overlooking these teachers who are sexual predators? So there's... And that there's really nothing being done proactively to stop it. Like there's certain things that the school board is supposed to already be doing that they're not or haven't implemented. And I think that... You know, to get back on topic on how it is that it brings attention, I think that people, when Linda's talking about sensationalism, like, people will follow these stories at a national level when they're happening somewhere else. But nobody takes the time to research to see, is it happening in my county? Is it happening in my city? And it's, it's unfortunately, I think that we've gotten to a time where research is such a, it's such a, a personal thing, right? Like truth is such a personal thing. You can no longer rely on the press to tell you the the absolute truth at all times or to guide where your interest should be. Mm -hmm. It's really got to be up to each individual to take that responsibility. So yeah, it's, it, the you know the 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 headlines that are going to cause sensationalism are you know people in Miami getting arrested for January six or right. uh, you know well, that's the, what the, the Trump Miami had a New dialogue. Times would you know would write about right if Governor DeSantis whatever they love Enrique Tarrio from the the Proud Boys yeah and Josh number Zavallos one fans. has a really big crush on this guy so that's it Miami people don't really care about that I mean I think they would and we had a conversation with the Miami New Times about this you know asking them like why won't you guys publish this so you're supposed to be the media like we're doing the job what do they say. Oh, it's like they, they weren't they didn't have enough people to keep up with every story because yeah. our, our argument was, well, you know, kids are getting raped in Miami-Dade County. And you focus on like, the Proud Boys or whatever. So, right. Like you how know? many articles can we talk about the Proud Boys? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of those articles, let me go by some of the headlines, I guess, from the ones that were actually published. And yeah. I think these are all I'm not sure. These are some of these I think were Miami New Times. Some of these I think were Miami Herald. But. No, my, if they're about kids getting raped, none of them are Miami New Times. Mm, not one of them. Okay, so then these, these are not Maybe. Bad. So Miami-Dade High School teacher charged with lewd and lascivious, I don't know how to pronounce that, another fail by Miami school board. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Molestation of two girls. PE teacher arrested and fired after sexually battering students, cops yeah. say. Hialeah Middle School teacher jailed after cops say she had sex with a teen 
boy in the ca- in cars uh-huh. over months. Jury orders a Miami-Dade school board to pay $6 million to student and teacher sex abuse case. That's fucking wild. You, quote, you fucking monster, quote, in court, former yeah. student confronts Miami ex-teacher who raped her. Mm-hmm. Ferguson senior high school teacher arrested, accused of sex acts with a student. Florida drama teacher accused of having sex with her 14-year-old student in her car. There's a ton of these. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah we're not talking about uh, just yeah. one or two isolated cases. Like we're talking about it's like twelve cases. No, it, it's twelve cases, each case with several victims. Yeah. So we're we're talking about Jesus. a lot of kids getting raped. Yeah. And then and you some know of these teachers they, they, just they stayed from school to school. They stay in the district. Correct. And, and you'll 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 see the article time and time again. Stayed in the school system. Maintained in the yeah. school system. Moved to another school. They. Uh, it's one like one of those cases is that because I posted it. That teacher Jason, had been moved to another school. Jason was moved to Palmetto by Carvalho. Jason, like Jason Myers. Jason so Myers. That's, that's the first one that I have here. Jason Myers had been moved to a different. Was yeah. they had made complaints about him, and the superintendent moved him quietly yeah. to another school. So in the article, it says, "In a verdict about him, Jason Myers, in a verdict late Friday, jurors concluded that the school district, despite multiple warnings, did nothing to stop Jason Edward Myers, a creative writing teacher. The verdict found Myers." quote, posed a substantial risk of sexual abuse or harassment to female students, quote, yet the district was, quote, deliberately indifferent, quote. Mm-hmm. They've had, and I mean, you know, again, the, the stuff that catches the headlines, there's, <coughs> for a very long time, there's things that the school board is supposed to be doing. So, for example, protocol, every every classroom is supposed to have a poster that tells people teachers how to report uh you know uh, p- potential cases for students a number for students to come right. i don't know if it's every classroom or somewhere in the building point of the matter is that there was investigations done by the homestead post a local publication and they found that there are no schools in miami-dade county following this protocol with the posters yeah so it's like what it's is a lack a lack of I've, I, I, practice, I mean, it, it a lack of practice. The, yeah. I've talked to, um, and again, this is allegedly, but I've had uh, Miami-Dade County School Board cops come into my platform and my DMs and tell me that there are crimes that take places in schools, like fight, for example. I mean, you guys went to school in Miami-Dade County? Yeah. Our fights are... are a pretty average thing to see at yeah, every absolutely. high school. Almost every day. And I think that there was like a full year where no fights were reported anywhere in the Miami-Dade County public school system. That's all under Carvalho's order. Carvalho um, is the poster boy of the education system. Carvalho yeah. is the superintendent, superintendent. for those that don't. Correct. Now going to L.A. Now yeah. sneaking Relo- his way Relo- away Relo- from yeah. us yeah. Yeah. and yeah. on his way to L.A., and, um, you know, Carvalho is the golden boy of education on a national level. He's received recognition as the national su- best superintendent in the country or whatever, you know, a- a- accolades it is that he's received <clears throat> with a lot of national recognition. And um, a lot of the recognition came from what he did with the Miami-Dade County School District and how he turned us he turned into around, an A, turned yeah. us around and all these other things. And it's like, well, he was cooking the books the yeah. whole time. <laughs> they don't tell you how they changed the metrics and how they, similarly to like, no, we, we won't talk well, about well, COVID, but similarly to what they do to other stuff that we were seeing, it's mm-hmm. like, well, they don't <laughs> tell you how he's he changed these metrics the in the school system, the, the loopholes to make it an a school or to make it seem like everything is so great and whatnot business as usual it's usual you know this happens in every area i think of it's all smoke and mirrors yeah and and it's um you know i think that one of the biggest 
uh, and, and I, I, I'm not sure if, if you were headed here, but one of the biggest things that, that I've found in our search with the school board and simultaneously with the teachers union, because you can't talk about one without the other, is... So what is the relationship, for those that don't know, between... The, what is a school board? What is a teachers union? A lot of listeners, I didn't know what this was. So if, I'm sure there's lots listening that need clarification okay. on what, so what they are and what their relationship with each other are. As a public citizen, you vote on your school board. Okay, there's different. There's what nine school board, nine districts, nine districts, right? Mm -hmm. And you vote on these every two years. Either they get reelected or you vote a new one in. So these are these are people that work for the government for the Miami school district. And elected then officials. Elect, these are elected officials, and they represent nine different districts of Miami-Dade. So we as citizens elect them. We as right. citizens elect them, and then they vote on a superintendent. They, 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 select, they select a select, superintendent. Yeah, they select the superintendent, those nine school board teachers. It's sorry, a school board members. School, school board members, sorry. And Caballo has been in power for 12 years. Well, now he's gone. We've got people sitting on the school board that have run unopposed since the 80s. Yeah, wow. there's like dinosaurs in that school board. Uh, like literally like, like dinosaurs. You the know? only candidates that get switched out are the candidates that get the money from the teachers union bumped into them. So one of the things... So what that, is the teachers so what, union? Okay. Yeah, yeah so go ahead. So <laughs> the teachers union is not uh, an elected body by the people this is what it's, it's private right they pro do they pro do it's, they uh, do they operate as a non-for-profit i don't no, know it's not you a non-for-profit because they've got dues so yes I'm not so sure. the teachers union is basically is supposed to represent like the teacher's best interests mm -hmm. you know and the general public they say right and of the of the well, they're there to protect, like any other union, the rights of the workers, right? right? Okay. So they're there to represent the worker seem to, rights. Seems logical. But right. They want to yeah. keep teachers safe and, and give the them better pay. And better you know, they'll, pay. They'll, they'll negotiate with the district with Carballo Correct. for better pay. So, Just like any other union, making right. sure that teachers are safe and well paid and that things are fair. But <sighs> everything is corrupt. Everything. So you go look at who donates to these people who the teachers union they'll be like on this close the notion like on this close it wasn't there oh, like that's, a million that's where that's that's cheesy that's, that's the good stuff <laughs> Yeah, well, that, well, what we found out was that basically the teachers union uh had operated i think with something like uh, thirty thousand dollars like within their their entire budget for their <coughs> entire existence from the moment that they're enacted the miami which is the united teachers of dade which is the miami dade mm -hmm. county teachers union. union um the united teachers of dade had basically operated with these you know 30k in the bank account for most of their inception and then magically at some point in 2016 they received like a million a million dollar donation Rome? and it's we no, have it's, no idea it's, it's a secret it's undisclosed, undisclosed location and donation but they also get money they also get money from the teachers pay. now around the same time they bring in their teachers miss carla Matz. I don't know when in. Carla Matz came in. I'll be lying. Carla Matz comes in. Who is Carla Matz? Don't quote me on the year of the donation. Anyways, Carla Matz comes in. Who is Carla Matz is the Carla president. Carla Matz is the president of the United of the Teachers, Teachers of Dade. We call her Carla Marks. Like she Carla is. Max. She doesn't like parents being involved <laughs> in the civic process. She doesn't she like parents at school board justice, meetings. She's a social justice warrior. The That's reason, what she is and a communist. The reason why she hates it is because what we've found in our research is that there is an overreach of federal power yeah. that is using teachers unions to influence school boards and uh -huh. therefore influence local politics. Right. 
the teachers union should be concerned with how much teachers get paid and their benefits and you know that they're not working too much overtime or whatever it is not to mention that by the way while we're at it the average teacher salary in miami-dade county is forty four thousand dollars and caps at i believe eighty two thousand dollars anybody who lives in miami-dade county understands what that means we've got receptionists in miami in miami that that get paid the same sometimes more than the entry-level teacher does after right. graduating college, right? So what the what they've done is that instead of focusing on making sure that these teachers are, I don't know, paid property so that they're not communist, yeah. um, they focus on things like elections and like mail-in voting. Yeah, like they are, they're doing COVID. activism for the Democratic Party. That's so they're doing. How, how so? They're activists. Let's, f- let's talk about this. Uh, they have... There wasn't. There's candidates. an open they case right now, an open no? investigation. There's an open investigation where it was discovered that the the teachers unions, the like the the top national teachers unions, there's small teachers unions, and then there's the more the bigger national ones. The national teachers unions were caught bribing individuals at the CDC. Oh, that's right. Were For caught. What? political for pressure board, for to openings. change mandates that Sorry, would stop them openings. from doing yeah. school openings and mask mandates. But here's uh, the thing that most people don't they realize. Were they were yeah. caught. This is, this Who is, operates these investigations? It's, it's, I mean, the same corrupt FBI that is in charge of handling all the investigations. <laughs> well, right now, too, I'm sorry to cut you off, but right now, on Saturday, an article came out saying that the National uh, Education School Board, which is like mm-hmm. basically like the big dogs of the school unions, they're just they're like falling apart they're they're like on their way down right. of almost not existing because they were the ones that influenced the biden's department of homeland security to put out that letter basically calling parents domestic terrorists for showing up at these school wow. protests and they were caught so then there's national outrage and as there there's should a, be. as right. there should be and then there's uh, school, school, like yeah, this is happening was, all over the country, right? So Remember, it's we had a big deal. This it's is a web. It's a web. Where was it? Correct. Was it? This in, is not like an isolated Dade County issue. This is a web. But when I tell you, know? you that there are th- th- right now, the federal government is overreaching on your everyday rights mm-hmm. by using teachers' unions and school boards to affect you. When we started the podcast, you said that every citizen should know about this, not just parents. I preach about this all the time. The school boards influencing the CDC, there's no special rules that just apply to schools. Those rules have to apply to all indoor spaces. What that means is that the bribes that the school board, that these teachers unions, because it wasn't the school board, I'm sorry, these bribes that the teachers union were trying to make to influence the CDC didn't just affect your kids in school. They affected you at restaurants. They affected you at your workplace. So even if you don't have kids, Somehow, the teachers' union had That's their crazy. hand in you, whether you had to wear a mask or go in or whatever it may be. So it, it can also be correlated by the fact that the FDA had several C-level executives step down a few months ago. And when asked why, they stated that there was an overreach from the CDC into decisions that should have been made by the FDA. All coincides with the fact that these people were getting influenced by these local teachers unions 
So now look at all the power these teachers unions have. Oh, yeah. th- you think kinder- well, kindergarten Marx- teachers aren't trying to take over the world? <laughs> Carla Marx was campaigning for Biden. She was campaigning for Danielle Levine Cava. She campaigned with the crackhead. What was his name? Gillum. Gillum. Andrew Gillum. <laughs> Um, he, they they're activists. Like she went to jail. She went for, to jail in DC. She went to jail in DC. Carla Marx. Yeah. Carla Marx because she Loki insurrectionist. Something. She was in yeah. DC. I guess she's an insurrectionist. Wow. I yeah. didn't even know. Wow. Carla Carla yeah. Marx insurrectionist. I like that. That's amazing. Um, she something about DACA. She I don't know. She was at a protest. I guess it got rowdy and they arrested her. But it had to do with the DACA. With the but still, she's an activist. Nonetheless, she's, an she's activist, a political you know, activist. And, and then she's the head. She's supposed to represent, uh, you know, in a in a bi- bipartisan, an, an unbiased that? bipartisan yeah. organization. Yeah, to represent all teachers. There's not. There's also conservative teachers. It's not just like Democrat teachers. Um, and she's not. She's an activist. Let's talk. Wow. You know, she's an activist. Do you, you recall? That's a conflict of interest. Was it yeah, in- of course. It's, it's extremely. They're extremely corrupt. I think the theme of, of, of last year was exposing the teachers unions and the counties. And that's actually why Virginia went red. Yeah. Virginia went red because uh, the new governor was campaigning for parents, was campaigning against the teachers union, the school boards and stuff like that. And the first executive order that that he signed two days ago when he two days ago or Saturday, whatever day he became governor was uh, prohibiting the school, the school districts from asking kids. So now he's on a fight with them. Now, he may withhold money like DeSantis was doing to the school districts uh, because they want to mask the kids. And we have uh, um, uh, her name is. Teachers for Truth on Instagram. She's an activist. She's a teacher that has turned into an activist on all this COVID stuff. And she's actually in Virginia. She campaigned for Glenn. And she's posting since yesterday, dude, her stories are wild. Uh, she's posting all these screenshots of teachers complaining about the new governor. Like, I'm not going anywhere. These kids without a mask. Oh, if we're these used to kids, that. I'm already, I'm already thinking of how I'm gonna separate these kids if they can't wear a mask. And like the teachers are like pissed Which off. We have that here Facebook. in Miami Dade oh, yeah, County, by the way. Sure Just so that we're clear, yeah. like all of their private Facebook posts, we get to see all of them. Yeah. And all they do complain all day long is how they're gonna treat. Um, kids, kids that yeah, are differently, differently from the ones that are. So to circle back to the original topic, do these teachers unions have anything to do or made any remarks towards the sexual misconduct that these teachers no. have? They have addressed it. I saw they've they, made small they make statements, press like, statements that are yeah. necessary right after right. the scandal first breaks and then it's never talked about again. Right. As I'm sure you saw the content that we've recently been posting, mm-hmm. there's literal parents being silenced at school board meetings when they bring it up. So the sheer mention of bringing up the fact that kids were raped and that they were made to sign a non-disclosure gets your mic shut off. As yeah. a parent, that's something uh, that I wanted to bring up later on in the. Uh, it's, it's so it's there's there's definitely a coordinated effort to silence parents. What I will yeah. tell you is this: um, Linda and I put in a lot of effort into um, generating hype, for lack of a better word, and getting people involved and showing yeah. up to these school board meetings. On one of the first school board meetings that we knew we had like a really heavy presence on July, I think. Yeah, Carla Carla showed up, and it was the first introduction that we got to Carla Matz. And Carla Matz went up. We had rallied with all these. We had gotten all these parents together. They showed up with their kids. They had signs. They were excited. Yeah. Um, The school board was even so taken back. They even made a statement like in all my years of operating this school board. I've never never seen this before. 
Carla Matt's um, welcome to parents who had never been involved in school board meetings before was to call every single parent a crazy right-wing extremist conspiracy theorist accused people of not having kids in the school board accused right-wing um, extremists then she even mentioned the election which was so she mentioned, she mentioned that it was all political so you know that she had seen i guess somebody wearing a maga hat or something and it triggered her so it was clearly been all so, political she's been so nasty to parents well, she's and, an activist herself and she's an activist right Absolutely. but you know again she's supposed to be a she well i mean vile, she hit she hit some one of the attendees of a, of a school yeah, board she meeting. definitely did she didn't him. like I don't care if it was she, just a bush. It doesn't she matter. She didn't yeah. like that he got in her face and was asking her, hey, are you Carla Matt? You're no good. And she proceeded to tell him, get out of my face, man, and get real high in the ghetto on her. Yes. Oh, yeah. she's a real high yeah. yeah, she has they been demeaning and vilifying parents from the moment that they started showing up because there's never been pressure on the school district. They've never seen the pressure. So now, you know, and then and then we know how they operate. They operate... They operate. Uh, well, then let's talk about the other, you know, their, their their other favorite face at every school board meeting, which is the PR firm. The same PR firm oh, yeah. that represents the school board and that represents Carvalho is the same PR firm that represents the teachers union. And oh, but that makes sense. No. Uh, yeah, I guess it does. It's also a PR firm where the president of the PR firm sat on the Obama with the Obama administration. They've got uh, ties to some political ties there's political, a lot yeah. of political there's lot of ties there's a lot of there's a lot of a, a lot of which can really sway decisions shady stuff that can sway de you there's definitely democratic money involved in the teachers union that's not a secret i mean you can tell by donations uh so there there's a lot of democratic money there and there therefore there is clearly a political influence in what in the causes that the teachers union uses to represent or speak on or the the interests that they're out to protect Jesus. it's definitely not the parents wow. yeah they're, they want to protect the image right i want to go back and read through some of these cases a little the, bit more in detail just to be clear go we've got the third the third uh, this is why if if this makes noise we're done um we've got the third the i'm sorry the fourth biggest school district in the entire country and one of the most influential school districts in the country what are one of the most influential teachers union in the country what the teachers union does here in miami-dade county resonates with the rest of the nation how so they are that influential carla matz is very well known she's the vp she sits on the board mm -hmm. of the federal associate the fat something is it the, something along those lines on the, the the second biggest teacher national teachers union um carla sits on she's a vp of that so there's again a lot of influence we've got the um, the national recognition of the golden boy of Carvalho, you know, then our city for, I know we're only talking about the school board right now. We don't want this to go on for four hours, but we live in a literal right, swamp. Right. Um, so they always use Miami-Dade as an example. So think about it. Miami-Dade having a huge fight with Ron DeSantis, who says you're not going to mask the kids. And then golden boy Carvalho's like, like, heck, we are. Yeah, we are going to mask your kids. So much so, it turns into the, the fight between the fight. school boards and, and Ron governor. DeSantis, our governor. News, yeah. well, forget national news. The president of the United oh, yeah. States of America labeled parents domestic, terror. domestic terrorists. That was pretty wild. And he but told again, that came from the national, the national school board the association. Main, exactly. Which now they're 
about to be dismantled, basically. Everyone's leaving them. and It's all and going it's, down it's the same way that Carvalho They're burning. went down. They're burning, yeah. But go ahead. In what way is it going down? Well, I, I told you, you know, um, they made the mistake of labeling parents as domestic terrorists, pressuring. Oh, so you mean they're getting pushed? They're getting, they're getting, push they're push getting back. so yeah, much backlash. Gotcha, gotcha, you know, gotcha. number one, there's like different um, school boards, like state school board associations and, and teachers unions. Sorry, teachers right. union. Uh, or, or, yeah, so the school board. Well, I mean, you can't fuck with people's kids. And you're, <laughs> no. the, you're the taxpayer at the same time that are but paying salaries. But there's people, like, there's like, I guess they're the, the national one and, you know, don't call me in this. And there's like state ones that I guess like belong to them as an association or whatever. The point is that there's a bunch of them that have like disassociated themselves from them because they made that mistake. And now they're receiving backlash from, I guess, their members, from parents, from, from everybody. Well, because you it's know? a movement now, it's right? A movement. It's, a, it's a movement. Yeah, I'm proud to say that me and Nino were at the forefront of that. Absolutely. You know, it's um, I think we were at the at the forefront of that, and and it's something that we're proud of because we've been able to kind of see that movement blow up, right? Yeah. And it's it. I think that what it is is that people were just so frustrated, right? Of like watching the news, watching critical race theory, watching the kids stay mass, like the frustration. What can we do? How do we save our kids? That it finally gave them an outlet. It's like, it's guys, th it's simple. Get involved in the civic process. Show up to your school boards. Bring your friends. It doesn't matter if you're they don't the have kids. You're the only one that can make a difference. You're the only yeah. one that can save it's yourself. It's supposed to be we the people. You know, there's always like right. this, like we the people, we the people, and people wear it in shirts and stickers and hats. And people And it's saw like, that. well, you, we the people, it's you taking back your, 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 district your, your county, county your wherever. commission showing up asking questions holding people accountable yeah we have no, no business everyone's busy we have you know? no business in miami-dade county focused on what nancy pelosi is doing it's it's over She's national drunk. news precisely national news is over no one cares yeah. they control the entire national narrative you know what they can't do they can't steal every election in every county in every city for every position yeah they can't do that they can't stop you and when your friends showing up to school board meetings and overwhelming them like it, it, you don't need hundreds of people to show up to these things this is what people don't realize these elected officials are so used to going completely unchecked that simply having five six people show up having seven nine people make phone calls in that's overwhelming for them because they're not used to getting that kind yeah. of negative so attention or pushback they just take advantage of the lack of attention that correct that absolutely that civilians you know right absolutely the, imagine think about it we're the boss and we're letting our cats, cats away cats away the mice and i think it's their entitlement of like what are you guys doing here or like the people that well, because it's been like that like, for such a long yeah, time it's like well, you don't belong here it's like who the fuck are who the fuck are you I Show can go wherever the hell is. I want. I can go to the commission meeting. I can go to the school board meeting. I can do whatever I want. I'm a taxpaying citizen. Mm -hmm. It's an open to the public. It's a public building. Because oh, they love telling us that we don't have kids and that oh, we yeah, shouldn't you don't be have there. Kids. Like hell, you we're don't have not. Kids. We're taxpayers. Well, we're going to be there. Number one, we're taxpayers. Number two, we've been, you know, we, we moms reached out to us and moms reached out to us to help them. Uh, get people to get the, the school board meeting and we gladly help them. It's not like, you know, we we're doing this to like, we're not trying to lead a revolution. Yeah, no, it's like if, school boards. Yeah. If, <laughs> it's like, it's even though I guess that it, it looks like it's going to turn like that yeah. because moms are the only ones angry enough in this country right. to take any kind of action against political, uh, against political figures, right. which is why it's where we're seeing the biggest difference right now is that school boards are flipping red. 
Yeah. School boards are flipping red and they should be scared. Involved. Not only are moms getting involved, people are putting money into local campaigns. People right. are running. Look at Moms hey, for Liberty. We'll FYI, we're going to get to that right now. But just an FYI so that people know you don't need to be a teacher to run for the school board. It's a part-time job. Anybody can do it. We've got people sitting on our school board that don't even have teaching licenses because they've been revoked. Right. We've got an accountant sitting on our school board that plans to, that plans to run for um, Doral Mayor, an accountant. So you regular person at home, specifically you individuals that have gotten fired from your jobs, maybe you were a nurse, maybe you were a doctor, something along those lines, and now you find because you you wouldn't comply with um, these mandates or whatnot, it is a perfect opportunity for you to consider getting into politics, not because politics is some kind of career that you should pursue, but because, again, it's our civic duty to be involved. Mm -hmm. We cannot get mad and uh, at every politician out there for not having the views that we want them to have. If they're not going to do it, kick them out and get in. Find someone better. A lot of people don't realize that too, too often the biggest problem is that not enough people want to be involved in the, politi in, the, in, the civic, in the civic process, in the political system. We've got open um, seats in Miami-Dade County, like elected official seats in Miami-Dade County that are sitting wide open because nobody runs in those districts. Wow. We've got individuals yeah. elected in this city time and time and time, election cycle after election cycle, elected by default because nobody runs against them. So you can't complain about politics and then sit at home yeah. and wonder, when is somebody going to do something? Well, get your ass up. It's you. You got to do yeah. something. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to circle okay. back to some of these cases um, to back. really... <laughs> to circle back. Like Jen Pisaki. <laughs> <laughs> I'll circle back to you on that. I'll we'll circle, circle back. back. We'll circle back. Um, to, <laughs> really get, to really get into like the, the details of these things and how, how it is at the school board, um, it's kind of getting away with all this. I mean... We, we went through the first guy, um, Jason Myers, which we said he got uh, the student got paid out six million dollars in hush money, signed mm -hmm. an NDA, and then he got relocated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Well, uh, he got relocated prior to the lawsuit and the whole nine. Point of the matter is there was uh, uh, with that story, there was complaints about him as a teacher. And before it turned into a scandal. They just moved him to another school. And that's just the thing that we know it's an overwhelming amount of stories in Miami-Dade County. We're talking about over 25 victims altogether. I think over 12 cases that have been reported just in the last, uh, it, 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 in, since the time that Carvalho has been here. Um, how so about, your, what your don't we know? Is, how do they get away with it? Right. But that's the thing. Because How much do you think we don't know about? But I think it's what you just said. And it's what I've been complaining to the, to the MAGA crowd online People are not involved in their local politics. So if the news comes out, right, on Channel 10, which is not the Washington Post or CNN or whatever is Channel 10, the reach is a lot less, number one, right? Unless, like, you're paying attention, you follow those things on Instagram, whatever. It may make the Miami Herald, so you may see it, and it may make the Miami New Times, maybe you'll see it. Point is that parents don't care they're not involved most people just want to be left alone they want to they they, they but, care but they just don't have the time 
I'm working. I can't. Oh, I got work. I've oh, I've got plans. So it's too late. But it's like Josue. How do they? How have they gotten away with so many things beyond the school board? That you're like, how the hell did they get away with this? How the hell did they get away with that? Like, look at the whole Epstein thing. You know, like there's so many. They get away with it because they can't. We're at work. You know, right? But you would you would think when it involves kids as yeah. parents, people would get more. This is another case. Miami schools paid nine million to five okay. students raped by ex teacher, right, then tried to keep it quiet. That's mm. Gibbs. That's the one that That's they Gibbs. made. They made the That's students um, as part of their settlement agreement. They made them sign a non disclosure agreement that prevented yeah. them from talking negatively to about the, the school board to the media. Nine million dollars, and that's all yeah. taxpayer money. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? there you go. That's our money. Because it's the district that's paying for. Let's it. talk about the media, because that's important. Let's talk about the fact that the superintendent had maintained. Look, I don't. Le pegando los tarros to his wife. Congratulations. Go on. It's not. That's, that's your life. That's not, not the storyline. That's not yeah. the storyline. The problem is that he was having an affair with the reporter that was in charge of reporting the news on education for the Miami Herald, which is the single biggest publication in all of Miami-Dade County. So that's how these things kept flying under the radar? We don't know. I mean, are not entirely sure. Where, you know, it's we just think that it has more to do with the presence. There were, it, it, it was right before him getting selected as well. So then there was information that could have come out about him maybe. But if you have a relationship with local media... Well, the proof is there. There's the emails that she was double checking. She was double checking with him with her content, and there were times when he would get angry at her content, and she'd be like, "I'm sorry." So yeah, I have an excerpt here. Yeah, says yeah, where it says. uh, Is it is it something PG rated or? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we want it all. No, no, it's fine. No, it's, it's, it's nothing crazy. It just says, it screams conflict. Oh, but there is some crazy stuff in there. We're just not going to cover it. It screams, yeah. right. It screams conflict of interest. Um, one of the parts of the article said, the most alarming part of the story is not the affair itself, as like you said, but how the affair distorted news coverage. Yeah, I mean, no shit, right? The emails show, I don't know how to pronounce her last name too well, Delusuriaga, Luzi- De I think is the woman's last name, attempting to shape her reporting to preserve her relationship with Carvalho. In the exchange, yep. we see Carvalho argued with De Luciarga about her coverage, and she apologizes, asking for "quote unquote" understanding about not quoting him more and giving him more credit. That's a big. That's that's huge. That's yeah, yeah massive. That's huge. And it's like, what do you guys think that that's, that these are the only kind of affairs yeah. that these school board members aren't homies with people in the press? They are. They've got the PR firm that literally hands the press over to them. Explain this. Riddle me this, Batman. Right. <laughs> so we've got this local antifa group right because there's they're not real they're antifa. not real antifa um we've got this local antifa group that magically pops up after the pr presence shows up at the school board meetings right we identify the pr woman because i'm a lunatic and i caught her laughing <laughs> at parents yeah, yeah yeah laughing at parents in the audience and when we start asking questions we realize that this is the woman who manages name her What's her name? Sarah? Sonia Diaz. Sonia Diaz. That's why I didn't want to say the name. I knew I was going to mess it up. <laughs> Sonia Diaz from Balseda Communications. They're a, yeah. they're a huge company. Most people would, would have rec- would, would, would know them. And they actually represent a lot of Democratic <clears throat> candidates and a lot of maybe rhinos running for local office. So probably not a name that you want to associate your candidates with, but neither here nor there. Anyway, so shortly after this woman who's in charge of taking care of the image of the school board and the teachers union shows up, starts showing up at the meetings, this Antifa page pops up. This Antifa's page job, uh, you know, on their page is to call out fascists. Yeah. We live in Miami-Dade County. 
yeah. anti-communist fascist as they call them are literally everywhere you could just go to red size hang out in la ventanita yeah. and you they're can probably just hang about with any of them right absolutely <laughs> they're all uh, abuelo, but somehow what is say, uh, radicalized abuelos radicalized abuelos <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> mind you, this oh is. Oh my god! <laughs> wasn't this Throwback. coinciding at the same time as the 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 Viva um, Patria Vida? It was more or less crowds of fascists everywhere. But somehow, this Antifa page only cares to cover los nueve gatos that show up to the school board meetings yeah. every time. That's all they care about. They care yeah. about me and Linda and the nine moms that are involved in it yeah. all the time. So it's and like, the well, that's, that's, obsessed with the problem. That's so interesting that somehow this Antifa page who claims to hate fascists all over Miami yeah. only cares about the fascists that are showing up to school board meetings. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that the teachers union retweeting Antifa? Mm, that's strange. So now the teachers union is retweeting uh, a domestic terrorists. Their Twitter account <laughs> Their was Twitter retweeting account. An, a yeah. domestic they, terrorist they, In fact, yeah. I'll be precise. The, the specific tweet that they reposted was, was a doxing tweet of yeah, parents. Of parents. Wow. Yeah. Doxy. We have it. Parents? Why would the teachers union be reposting this account that is doxing, harassing, uh, intimidating We've parents? We've got Antifa people silence. all over the country being. Right. It's, it's proven that they are they're a violent organization. They are very violent. They're a violent and, organization. And, 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 and let's not forget this. We were in D.C. last year, or sorry, not last year, 2020. I keep mm-hmm. forgetting we're in 2022. And I personally, my hotel got attacked by Antifa. I have it on video. We have witnesses all over the place. DC was locked down because these people are far left extremists. They're it's violent and they're mentally ill. And the teachers union and has teachers absolutely union, no business yeah, the amplifying these people. Absolutely. Work with them. <clears throat> right. They work with them. And then you start getting this little Antifa page that's got what? What, what were they like under a thousand followers? Why are they getting quoted in the Miami New Times? Why is that being amplified by the Guardian? Political. Who, who do these people know in the press? Every, everything's politically tied. Yeah. How, how, explain to me how this little small Antifa account that only focuses on the fascist at school boards is getting recognition from national publications? No. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. They've got a multi-million dollar PR firm behind them. With a lot of connections to big media. They all media. work together. It's been known for... They all work I together. Mean, besides that account, with it since like 2017. Well, it was proven the in Broward County. Hold has on. always worked with Antifa. It was proven in Broward County. To do County their dirty work. That the school board was working with Antifa. Or had plans to. Yeah. Oh, bro- oh by the way. Wait, the where, bro- was, uh, where was... Uh... Broward County. In Broward County, they found that there was proof that they were going to. I don't think they ended up finding... Eh, Look up the article, do your research. But okay. um, they ended up finding proof that the school board was going to work. Was it, Bro- you know what, was it Broward or Palm Beach? Shoot. It was Broward or Palm Beach. They ended up finding proof that they were working in correlation with local Antifa groups to what? Intimidate parents. Mm-hmm. Intimidate That's what they do. That's, that what they do. That's what they do. They intimidate parents. And they well, what do you think happened? We started getting messages when the president mm-hmm. says, if you show up to a school board, you're a domestic, you're, you're a domestic terrorist. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then you've got Antifa saying, if you show up to one school board meeting, mm-hmm. I'm going to dox you. I'm going to name your, your name, your address, your business. I'm going to make sure that people know who you are so that intimidation you never threats. Yeah. complete intimidation. Yeah. Um, 
I lost my train of thought, but it's, they've been, um, it's, it's, it's absolutely clear how coordinated it is. And when you right. end up digging into it, what it is that they're trying to, what, what they're so scared of exposing is that when you follow the money, which is the best thing that anybody can do, right? When you're doing your research, follow the money. It all leads back to the point that, that now I've made, which is the federal government is without a doubt using school boards and teachers unions to overstep on your rights. This isn't a parent thing. This is a citizen thing. The research is there and it proves it. The federal government is without a doubt using teachers unions and local school boards to overstep and have influence over local politics. The way that our country is set up is that Joe Biden should not have a say over what happens in Miami-Dade County. Right. So how, is, how does Joe Biden get to have a say in what happens in Miami-Dade County? Well, you'd be surprised to find out that he can do that through the teachers unions. Wow. That is massive. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And not enough people are talking about it. So this is essentially, I guess, a reason why they shut up moms at meetings when they try to bring up, you know, sex scandals and they turn off the mic to kick you out. Yeah. It's, it's all, it yeah. all leads back to, yeah. to so the money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they want to, they, they want to shut down any voice of, of influence, you know, and uh, you take, you take an organization like Moms for Liberty, for example, that's, that's getting attention on a, on a national level. Yeah. So right now the media is, you know, the media has different enemies. Obviously, Trump is still their number one enemy because it gives them ratings, and then they choose their their targets. So right now, the media's number one target is this organization founded by two ladies. Uh, I, I don't know if they're from Florida. But um, uh, it's called Moms for Liberty. Okay. So both of them used to be part of school boards. They were, they were part of uh, school boards in their districts. Um, and they, I think one of them did not get reelected. Um, so she joined the other one and they started Moms for Liberty and they're basically mom advocates for parent rights at school. At school and they board. Have, so they encourage moms right, to show up to school right, board meetings and fight against up, CRTs they, right. and mask mandates and vaccination okay. mandates. Exactly. So they've grown a lot. Um, it, they just started last year. I don't even think they have one year in full, no, um, like a so whole either. year. And the reason why I know that is because I just read this article to go back to the media. I just read this article like about seven days ago. And the article was... Um, this uh, a reporter and she was basically saying that they're not a mom group they're more than a mom group and she's trying to paint them into this again the domestic terrorists like you know this this school board member said from this county that she started getting death threats like once moms for liberty started to show up at school rooms they're trying to create this narrative that they're not just moms that they are you know far-right extremists with extremist views because of the mass because of i guess the vaccine because of uh the critical race theory because of all these other things that they advocate against um and at the end of the article the lady is like almost like the 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 author of the article is almost like asking like i'm asking the media to like make sure that you that you they're not just moms like you calling what they are like almost like you know like back me up back me up like we gotta villainize them why because they've gotten a lot of shit done and um, pissed off moms can get a lot of things they can done. get a lot of things done <laughs> and they you know this 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 one case also just came out i think last weekend where somewhere in michigan i cannot remember the county but there is um this three percenters so the three percenters are a militia group okay uh, militia like 
like a like a their, their own little what would you say their own little army like I guess they, so, yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're already in the event that something pops off something pops <laughs> off they're, they're they got their own militia obviously <laughs> okay. we're talking about these people live in like michigan like in the suburbs whatnot um and this there's two militia group members now sitting in the school board of this county oh, wow And one of them uh, dethroned. She she ran against somebody that had experience, was in the district, had the backup, and she never expected to lose to a militia member. Wow. You know, this is during the time when they're trying to demonize people, uh, Trump supporters, as everyone's an insurrectionist, domestic terrorist, that everyone's a fascist, everyone's a far right extremist. People don't give a fuck. Like, right. I don't know how else to explain well, this to you. Well, they don't because conservatism like, they don't, is the new punk They rock. don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like, I, I don't know how else to say it. The more you do this, the more you turn people off. We've That's talked about this on. before. Yeah. They've made it cool. Uh, you, you, you're, you're not turning moderates and, and center left or, you know, center left people into into center right people. The left is losing uh, the middle. And it's losing its middle because you keep demonizing regular Americans who want to stand up for their rights and their beliefs. And their freedoms. And their freedoms into racist bigots you know for blah 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 domestic terrorists right it didn't stop at racist now it's domestic extremists so there's two militia members now in a school board district and the media's losing their mind so their new target is moms they're losing moms for liberty over. so we have a lady here we just met her last year uh you know we're not just to be clear we're not affiliated with moms for liberty um you know we we repost her stuff and whatnot but we're not affiliated we with moms. them we, we want to help, help moms. all moms and all parents right and there we have our our own like chapter leader whatever you want to call it for miami date her name is she's uh, the, lolly she's the mom that you can see in my last video that the, the school board silenced her when she uh, tried to the bring her right. 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 so she has been showing up every single school board meeting talking she you know she collected i think like 250 signatures of parents who opposed the mass mandates this was like last year a few months ago because the superintendent said well i only got like 11 emails like he he basically said that like nobody two. no parent came or two nobody nobody cared about the mass mandate so she's like okay well i'm gonna show up with like 50 signatures from 50 or uh, 250 the guy never got back to her so she's been fighting here at the local level and last week she showed up to the school board meeting and her mic was cut off Uh, when she brought up the sexual allegation cases, you know, oh, she didn't even finish her sentence before they were like, right. oh, that's it. You're done. I you're done. You're done. The, you know, not to mention that off. she had actually been chosen to share her story. Daughter, immigrant, six kids in the public school system, yada, 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 yada. She's a grandmother. She's a grandma. She was chosen to speak at an event with Ron, with um with the governor and you know Antifa completely destroyed her doxed her business you know her personal yeah. information out there uh, these are people the same people her. I want to I want to point this out to your listeners um you know you're apolitical you're you're not right. like us you know let's make that distinction <laughs> uh, uh but here's the thing when you accuse us of being fascists extremists radicals da 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 da, da We've never tried to ruin anyone's lives. Like, I may dislike your politics, even at places where we hang out together. Like, you'll never see me, like, or her trying to, trying to damage docs. people. Or even docs, silence. intimidate, or silence mm -hmm. because I don't like your views. If I don't like your views, I don't freaking follow you. I don't like Billy Corbin's views. I don't follow him. I don't care if he's still on the internet. I don't, I, I don't never would be like, oh, let me go report him because I hate this guy and I just want him off the internet. That is the left. 
That cancel culture comes from the left. It comes from Antifa. So what happens is these same people go online, hate the Proud Boys, call them misogynists, right? Oh, the Proud Boys are misogynists. They're the bad guy, blah, 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 domestic extremists. The Proud Boys are not the ones trying to leave moms jobless because they show up to school board meetings. meetings and the Proud Boys trying. are not coming after my business. They're not coming after her business. The Proud Boys are not and the ones coming after moms. Let's say something okay? about the Proud Boys because I think that that's in, it's, it's happening all over the country. There is an overwhelming lack of presence of the male figure at fathers. these no fathers, right. no men. Mm -hmm. So I need you to understand that these are all women out there. Mm -hmm. Ninety-eight percent of the people at these meetings will be women, wow. alone, vulnerable with other women. And these agitators, That's these and these Antifa yeah. agitators show up. Yep. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but the Proud Boys are the only people willing to stand outside of these school board to meetings. To protect mothers. So if you want to start seeing less Proud Boys at these events... Then the fathers got to show up. You got to start bringing your, your husbands, your brothers, right. your dads. Men have to start showing up. Right. It, it, and, and that's something that can be echoed across every effort in, this, in, in the movement right. of gaining well, our country back. The media's back. talking about it. The media's saying Proud Boys have shifted their strategies literally on national news. They're not focusing on local politics. And... The reason why is because, number one, they're citizens. Even if people don't like them, they can still show up. There's, there's no rule or law right. to keep them away from showing up to the school board districts or commission meetings because they're citizens. Yeah, it's public. You know? yeah. It's public. So, number one, that's their right to do. And number two, you know, they see that these agitators, these far-left agitators, there was, this, there was this Antifa guy. His name is Brandon. No, not Brandon. Caleb. Caleb something. A white guy does not belong here. I believe it's from California or another state. The guy is showing up masked up, okay, to school board meetings. Eyebrows shaved so that you can't recognize right, him. Right, right, right. Like, so you can recognize him with a, with a thing, with a mask up to here and a hat, okay? He's showing up. He's sitting on the first row, and he's writing down names of moms. Wow. Any Why are person you doing that gets that? up to talk, they write it down on their little name. Yeah, we have little videos notepad. and pictures. To dox them later. To then dox, dox them, them later. later. Correct. You know, that's a, that's, that's a, we're talking about human rights violations. And I'm, and I'm sure there's going to be an investigation on, on, on all of this because it's beyond what they call, right, it's beyond what they call freedom of speech. You can go and criticize people online. It's your freedom of speech. You want to make a meme about us, do it. But once you get into interfering with people's civil rights, or even their livelihood. And their, and their livelihood, security, you're in anything. trouble. You're, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. There's a line you don't cross. Yeah, there's a line you don't cross. So, you know. Uh, Particularly we, not when we're talking about parents wanting to have a say in their kids. Right. What they're learning, how they're being treated. So like, now. This is an extremist, like, like not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But we're not even talking about anything that should be political. Parents' involvement in raising their kids yeah. should not be a political issue. Back off. Parents have a right to have a say Absolutely. in what happens with their kids. And here's another thing. Um, if they don't listen to you, because this is really the, 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 the only point that needs to be made, you need to show up to these school board meetings. And if your school board starts acting similar to how ours did, which is ignoring you, people need to start talking about pulling their kids out of school. Mm -hmm. These schools get paid per student that they have per day. Why do you think that they freak out whenever your kid doesn't show up to school one Fuck day? With their money. What is it? Like yeah, a couple, like they, they, they call you, they text you, they do all these other things when you don't show up because it's their money. They get paid per student. And yeah. here you thought it was attending. because they cared about their education. Oh, they don't care <laughs> about their education. We are a product of the Miami well, we Dade County it from this situation. <laughs> <laughs> So we've definitely covered a lot of territory um, in regards to the school system, the school board, and how deep and influent, influenced this 
this whole system gets. Um, but I wanted to go back, circle back, circle. on Carvalho and his departure because he is no longer, I think as of February, the mm -hmm. superintendent for Miami-Dade County Schools. He's going now to L.A. I saw that there's this rush to fill his position without really vetting anybody. And it's like, what is, what is going on well, with this? I think that the first thing that that tells you is that Carvalho's really in a rush to get out of here, Yeah. right? Um, he knew because that. Because of all this heat. Right. Well, he knows, first of all, he knows Linda and I on a first name basis. So um, I'm. He, he knew that the heat was coming. He knew that this was going to blow up and that there was just way too much attention being pumped into it, which I think goes back to the importance of like what happens when you get involved. If it wasn't for our very loud voices, the moms that have stayed on them, that they haven't, I mean, these moms are out at every meeting, every day they post yeah. about it, every single day. If it wasn't for them, for people like Linda and I yeah. spreading that message, this would have been brushed under the rug and, and he would have stayed there. in his cozy position. Yeah, and he's happy here. He has a nice gig. He makes a lot of money. He's well-liked. He's well-recognized. He but had a friend whole, just two years ago or a few years ago, he, he got another offer and made national. Oh, it was for New huge York. for New York, New York and he and turned, he turned it, it down to stay in Dade County. Yeah, so, you know, we are sources uh, within the district and even to to quote again the Homestead, what is it, Homestead, Homestead Post, Post. Um, is that we know Carvalho was in a rush to leave because he knew that this was going to snowball, especially the sex scandals that had been going on. He didn't want to deal with parents anymore. He was sick and tired. He knows that he's going to go to a communist district where the, where the, 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 the UTLA or whatever, the teachers union over there, is yeah, even more influential. Uh, they are extremely powerful. And he can do whatever he wants. He's going to be comfortable. He's not going to get, uh, you know, the heat that he gets here. Uh, this this sexual allegation stuff is not going to follow him there, sadly. Oh, uh, like hell it won't. We'll make sure of that. Yeah, I mean, we already communicated everything that we know to the activists in L.A. We have a network I think, thankfully, all over the place. Like, I, I just did We've got research. a lot of followers all yeah. over the country, so it gives us a national right. reach, which is great right. to bring attention to these things that, you know, again, it doesn't just affect Miami-Dade County. It's yeah. about we relate all the message to what LA. we've done in Miami-Dade County and, like, continuing to do that all right. over the country. And that's how, you know, we take the school boards back, how we take our country back. This is this is important. This is this is work that a lot of people won't do, and it's, yeah, it's good that you guys. I mean, hey, cycles cycles with a cause. You know what I Which mean? Which is why perfect segue. We need people to run for local politics. Yes, we've got three positions four, open. It's four seats. Four seats. It's four seats, seats that board? are open in the school in board for re-election re in 2022, 2022. This year. When is the election? November. November. So they got to go out midterm election. Yes. November. Yes, Linda and I are working with an organization called Florida Women's Forward. Mm -hmm. You can find them on online on social, social media, media, Florida underscore women's underscore Ford, I believe. Um, and there is actually a page about though there, there's a page on our website uh, about how you can get locally involved. And what we're asking for is actually nominations. So a lot of people maybe don't see themselves as somebody that would do good in a political position. So what we're asking is that we want you to nominate somebody that you think is a leader, somebody that is 
comes from an honest place, honest individuals, yeah. people that you a can mom, vouch, a dad, dad a know, doctor, a even teacher. Even an educator, a retired <laughs> educator. Or even not retired. Right. You right. you can take some time off kindergarten teacher and come and join the school board and maybe do the other side. Do your civic duty. Do the right thing. Even if all you're doing is giving it two years of your life and then handing off the baton to somebody else. It's a part-time job. You get but you get benefits for it. You get, I mean, I'm not trying to sell you guys on the school board position as well, but yeah. I, we are asking that if, if you are one of these individuals that's fed up with with the state of politics in our country period this is the way to get involved most politicians start their career um in school board meeting in in school board position so again if you guys would take the time anybody who's listening here if you know somebody that you think would be an amazing leader that could that, that, that we could rally behind linda and i will knock on every single door in miami-dade county to make sure that this individual gets elected in district, that's what we're trying to do with florida women's ford and we hope that you know we can direct people there mm-hmm. and um get some nominations because we do have four open seats in the miami-dade county school board that we're hoping will be taken by patriots mm-hmm. so that we can kick out these um career politicians that don't have the best and interest here's of a, here's an interesting part you know it's that we are challenging the establishment this used to be the left's position right you remember the the, the neoclassical liberal once upon a time was anti-big pharma anti-big government you know now it's the opposite you know the, the these people are pissed off that we're challenging the establishment how does that make sense? You know, the irony. You know, the irony. It's either you're protecting them for a reason because you're working with a PR company or you were sent by someone to do it or that you're that dumb. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense, especially if you're in and in, in, if you come from the same side that's always talking about the system is built by white supremacy and the system is against us and blah, 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 blah. But now you want to protect the system. And give more. It power makes no to sense. Why do we want? Like, I don't. I don't like Mitch McConnell. He's a Republican. Like, I don't want him in power anymore. I want him to be out of there. He's a freaking dinosaur, you know. <laughs> well, I and mean, we he's say a it Republican. All the time. He's we'll a Republican, and I don't have a problem with that. But it's so weird that the other side has a problem when it's us that want to challenge and bring in new blood to the to the local establishment. Yeah. And I mean, just so that we're clear, like this isn't like a Democrat or a Republican yeah. thing. Linda and I have talked about this several times publicly. Like right, we will attack. A- a, I have more to ask of a Republican right. candidate acting like a Democrat than I do of a Democrat. Yeah. I, I will hold Republicans more accountable than I will with Democrats right. sometimes because you're supposed to be working for us. So this isn't a political issue. I don't think that anything on the school board should be politicized, to be quite frank with you. So your political affiliation isn't what we're concerned with. What yeah. we're concerned with is the well-being. Do you, do you believe we need school board members that believe in parents having a say? That's yeah. a good clarification I might, for everybody. I might disagree with you. But you are the parent and you get a say in what happens and with your child. we don't need activists. We, we don't, don't need, need activists. You, we don't need you to teach your kids about MAGA, just like we don't need to teach your kids about BLM. Do you understand? Like, we need you, you to teach kids what you go to school for. Geometry, math, uh, history, whatever it is. We don't need you to Social put a justice, rainbow flag. Right. We don't need you to put a BLM flag. Like your little activism has to stay out of the classroom. And this is a problem. This is a big problem. There's a, an account, and I suggest you follow it because it's actually very entertaining. And everybody else that's going to listen to this, Libs of TikTok, they have exposed teachers all year long. They have actually gotten teachers fired. Exposed they've, in exposed, terms of 
and a lot of teachers like to go on TikTok. These new teachers, like the the non-binary, the 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 trans, you know, oh, different with their ideologies, and and they go in right. there and they're dumb enough to be like, well, you know, I'm teaching my fourth graders about, you know, we don't pledge allegiance to the flag, and I, we and pledge I, allegiance yeah, to the LGBT flag, right? Like, like there's there's been so much of this. Actually, Project Veritas is one that exposed an Antifa teacher who had an Antifa flag in his classroom. Correct. The guy, I think it's on oh, leave or something wild. like that. So they do this all over the place. They do it in private schools. You know, we had the big We've scandal really quickly. Schools. This is a very juicy scandal. Um, at Miami-Dade Country School, uh, a wealthy elite. I'm talking about like Adriana's kids probably go there. I'm talking about Adriana the Lima. elite of Miami. These kids, these kids, these parents pay like forty-one thousand a year, fifty thousand dollars a year for these kids to go there, and it's a woke school. It's like a UM tuition. Yeah. It's like a oh, super yeah. like it's a salary. The, the, it's yeah. a teacher's salary. Literally. Oh, literally. Yeah. And an an elite school and the kids are taught all sorts of uh Well, the activism. scandal was that they had a drag show for in, for the students. For the students. They brought they in brought in a black man dressed as a a uh, woman cheerleading in stilettos and they were teaching them uh what was it called uh they call it vogue dancing which is basically like what the drag, the queens, drag do. queens do that they drop on the floor and this whole thing and then they wanted well, the, the, the kids real to scandal go there. though is that none of the parents were aware that this was none happening. of them were aware and the kids a lot of the kids even the ones remember, that are uh, right. reading about this and the phones are taken away right they were well. being right. Silenced. the kids were being silenced and then shady, yeah. more came out about how woke the school is how they make him take like lgbt friendly courses conservative and the, the kids are cast BLM, aside and and all these stuff and like you know a lot of the kids are conservative they come from conservative families and it is my understanding that the school is in big trouble because about 12 parents or something like that want to sue the school. So, I mean, this is happening also outside of the, the public school public education. School. This is also private schools. <laughs> Imagine paying that much for your kid. Imagine being a very wealthy individual and your kid comes out a communist because you sent them to the wrong school. Doesn't it all come down to the same thing, which is that as long as you're paying attention, these people can't do what it they want to do. So whether back, it's yeah. when the private away, schools, the muscle play public schools, your local city commissioner, your mayor, your governors, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. These people are supposed to be working for you. And as long as you've got something better to do, whether it's Netflix or laundry or your yeah. work or dinner with your friends, whatever it may be, as long as you're not making time for this, no different than you make time for the gym yeah. or that you make time to go visit your grandma. If you're a parent, you can go to one school board meeting a month. A month. There's one. Don't tell me that you can't do one one school board meeting a month. And if you're a pissed off citizen, yeah, and you're you know if if you post about politics on your page and you're always talking about how much you hate the left and oh my god I can't believe Joe Biden's my president or whatever, dude, one meeting. Can you imagine if a thousand Miami residents tried to show up to to a school board? They had the same energy as like the MAGA, like little. No, forget the MAGA. If they had the same energy as the Versailles, those are the same people. This this is the thing that I don't understand. We've got. Gente de Sonar, whoever it is, throwing concerts in Versailles. And we're talking about liberating Cuba, liberating Cuba. Guys, that's it. It's done. We're here. We're first generation Americans. A lot of us, we're, we're, our, 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 our parents brought us here so that we can uh, live freely because there was an appreciation for freedom, for the liberties of the United, of, of La Yuma. Like, it's, it's something yeah. that you're, you're, you're supposed to be proud of that. And instead of protecting that, we're watching it, that it's being taken from us. 
the same way that it was taken from our and families, no and no one's doing anything. You're 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 you're, you're in Versailles by the thousands, You're trying to fight for a country that's not even your country anymore, and dude. you don't even know who's it's sitting ridiculous. on your school board. That's so you don't know it, yeah. who's making the yeah. decisions. It's like it's particularly in this county. The fact that we have open communist teachers in this county teaching people? communist ideology in the Miami-Dade County public school system, this city is made up of a 78% Cuban-American population. It's like if there's anywhere in the country where teachers should not be talking about communism, it's, it's here. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're doing it here, can you imagine what they're doing all over the country? It needs to end, and it needs to end with us. I mentioned earlier that we were one of the most influential school districts. If we, the citizens of Miami-Dade County, came together to truly force these people to do the, the will of we the people and not we the teachers union, mm -hmm. if we force that, the entire country is watching, watching. that. We can show people that we can that we can take the country back. We can quite literally take the country back. And I know that it sounds like, oh, this lunatic, but it is that simple. Show I up mean, to a school board everywhere. meeting pay once a month. Show, show up to a commission meeting once a month. These yeah. things are done on Zoom too. It's not even just for the act of showing up. It's for the act of wanting to know what the hell these it's people are on. planning yep. or going on. Turn it on. Put on your pods on and turn on the meeting on Zoom. The majority of the time they're available on Zoom too. It's just the lack of caring about it and expecting that someone else is taking care of it. Someone else is showing up. Someone else is fighting those people. Somebody else is keeping the checks and balances. No, it was always supposed to be us. And as long as we don't each individually, we wake up every single day fighting. We're in an active Cold War. And every single day, each one of us steps on onto the battlefield. And every day that you take a passive stance and you're like, mm, maybe I'll go to the next school board meeting. Or I don't even know what who runs in my district. Or I, Every every day that you make the decision to remain ignorant to this is a day that you're losing the war. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Again, it boils down to getting involved, to paying attention to what's going on. In regards to those three or four positions that you guys spoke to about, once there's people officially as candidates, where can people find out who the candidates are and what they represent. Florida Women's Forward is going to be. It's it's everything will be on. Everything there. will be education, on there. Um, we're already posting a lot of information about uh, you know basic common things that people don't understand, like how many districts are in Miami-Dade County, who makes the decisions on the superintendent, who do you call, what days are the school board meetings. So, um, yeah, Florida Women's Forward is going is a great resource, and it's going to continue to be a great resource, and we, we hope that we can, um, you know, again, it, it have a much bigger influence on local politics. We've already, we're very proud of what it is yeah. that we've accomplished so far. We're really just really looking to take it to the next, the next level this year. That's awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much for showing up today. Thanks thank having you for us. having us. For your time, for your conversation, for your hard work. Thank you, thank you. If you guys want to follow Linda or Red Pill Babe, what's your at? I'm on uh, Red Pill Babe 1776 on Instagram and um, t.me forward slash Red Pill Babe B with an extra E um, on Telegram. Linda? And I am on Telegram and Instagram as at Wake Up With Linda. And we'll have... Special projects soon, I guess, right? We got, we got, we got a lot of we things got stuff in the coming up. Yep. We got you stuff. We got fun stuff in the sure. works. Yeah. We're plotting. You always us. plotting. You, you see us plotting. <laughs> you see you. You see us in a I corner plotting guys. all the time. If any no, of us go do. missing after this episode, please avenge our disappearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I'll catch you on the next one. And como siempre, no te se meta con nadie para que nadie se las meta. See you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>